This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah! Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah! But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Welcome to another episode of Nerds and Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and I am joined, as always, by Christian Garcia. What up, nerds? What up, nerds? Um, lots of fun stuff to talk about today. Had some pretty good episodes here these last couple. We had Seamus back, and we had uh, Adam Christopher with the Stranger Things book. Oh, he was great. I hope we get him again later. Yeah, he was an interesting guy. And we picked up his book, Star Wars. We did. We picked up his book, uh, Star Wars, from a certain point of view. Um, so very, very cool. Everyone should check him out if they haven't already. And Buy his books. I think that was a good episode too. But, uh, we are on to some new stuff. No guests today cause, uh, we have plenty to talk about and you know, it's nice every once in a while just to have the two of us. Just in- the two of us. A little bit of intimate time, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's my favorite part. Um, but let's start it off as we always do when we do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. And uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Sure. My nerdy confession is I went to go watch Ma. And Ma. I wanted to like it more than I did. <laughs> um, it looked it looked promising. It looked good. It was a great idea that was badly executed. Well, I guess first I'll start off. Um, uh, actors were great. Octavia uh, Spencer. She was awesome. She Juliette Lewis. She was also very great, uh, but by contrast, like because there's such a high caliber actors that some of the newcomers, the teenagers, yeah. you can tell, like you can see the level of skill, like so, like the main, the final girl, uh, Maggie uh, Diana Silvers, like I'm sure she's gonna grow into be a better actor, but it's or not or <laughs> or not, who knows? <laughs> but um, you can you can definitely see differences but uh some of the other teenagers uh mckaylee miller she was great she played Haley. she was like the uh i guess the girl with the attitude in the Ooh, group but the she sassy was one the sassy one she was great um but there so yeah the acting by octavia spencer she was great she definitely could go switch from this nice sweet lady to like holy shit i don't she could be Psycho. capable of some crazy shit so, like, the premise of it, from what I've seen in the previews, are like, okay, it's a bunch of underage kids looking for a place to drink, and then they they get this lady to, like, buy them booze, and she's like, why don't you kids come drink in my house? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's, then, that's a very uh, broad. And then they party at her house, and then she's like, she wants to be part of the group, well, I guess, uh, and then starts, like, just murdering them. So, there, it, there's a little bit deeper behind it, and I, I it was it was a great idea, again, yeah. that was just badly executed. There was reasonings for what she was doing, and as the viewer, you're like, okay, uh, I, like something happened, and I get it. Um, I guess I mean, uh, spoilers, I guess. So 
Well, what if I want to see it? All right. <laughs> so she definitely had some good. But in the trailers, they said, like, I think she knew, like, some of their parents or something like that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yes. Okay. And that was in the trailer. I think we should say that. OK. So it was it was a great idea. But like in the editing, there were certain it, it particularly in the beginning. I don't know if it was a new editor or someone was drinking. I don't know. But like <laughs> it would cut from one scene to another that didn't make any sense like okay like why is it cutting from this to that and then back to this it's like you you didn't you didn't even really have to do that Interesting. it didn't it didn't push anything of the story it didn't explain much um but yeah, i mean still go watch i would say at, like out of five i'd put it like almost a three <laughs> um yeah but that's okay that's still like a it's a d yeah, it was it was just I guess I was more I was really disappointed by what was going on, but I wish because I wanted that's to see I like her a ten, more. That's why I like a ten point scale. All right, well, out of ten, I give it a five. <laughs> Whoa, it got worse out of ten. That's weird. That's more more range, man. More oh, things I to go see. wrong. Well, see, um, that's a little bit more telling because <laughs> I was thinking sixty percent when you said three out of five, but you actually meant. 50%. I was I was gonna go somewhere at a two, but I was like a two is pretty that sounds pretty bad. Right. I, mean, I don't want to give it that kind of rating. See, that's why the ten point scale is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, I would say I don't know. Go watch it. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, tell me what you guys think. I think I might wait for video for that one. Yeah, I mean you don't really have to spend dollars on it. <laughs> but I would I would like to see <laughs> her in more of a horror role. Like she's great. She was really really great. Octavia Spencer was, was she, great. She she always kind of plays like a comedic relief. Well, she's played some really good dramatic roles too. Sure. But we don't we don't see her as like a we haven't really seen her as a suspenseful character. Isn't it kind of interesting how like comedic or um uh, comedians can do creepy and scary pretty well? Like yeah. Robin Williams in uh, what was it? Was it one, Shutter? A, one hour photo? Or one hour, yeah. He was or fucking Insomnia. Creep, who's anyone who's ever seen Creep, and I forget the actor's name, but he was on the, he was in the league. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen Creep, watch mm. that. That was really good. So oh, in oh, the main uh, Pete from the league. Uh, he was he's always the guy who was kind of like aloof and kind of like whatever, like I kind of don't care. Yeah, I think that sounds like Peter. And I think correct me if I'm well. Anyone who's listening will correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he co-wrote Creep. But that was really good. That was really good. And it wasn't a high budget, um, and it was mostly seemed like it was like handheld, like uh, found footage. Mm. That was really good. Interesting. So yeah, um, I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. Okay, I have I have kind of two nerdy confessions. One is like a real one that I, like I'm I'm really nerding out about. One is kind of a cautionary tale. So I'll start with the cautionary tale. I I start I'm in a book club where we read a book one book a month. Kind Nerd. Of. Nerd. And we uh, talk about it and, uh, you know, meet up, have some drinks, talk about it, talk about what we like about it. And uh, one thing that's talk bringing up the 10-point scale, in that in that group, we have a five-point scale. And it, it's – when I first heard it, because I, I was new to the group. I, like, it was established. They did, like, three or four books without me. I just imagine that it's, like, a bunch of 60- to 70-year-old women in the club. No, it's definitely people. Drinking Chardonnay. In fact, I think I'm the oldest person. Really? <laughs> I oh, think okay. so. I might, I'd have to double check, but yeah, anyway, my friend Michael's in it. He's the one who got me into it. Okay. Anyway, so there's a five point scale and it's like, it's like five. It's, you know, incredible. Four. I loved it. Three. I liked it. 
two, it's okay, and one, I didn't like it. I'm like, when I first heard the scale, I was like, wait a minute. So it's basically like I either I either like this book or like there's one point where I did not like it. There was no like it was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> like it was fucking terrible. Like, I didn't like that. I didn't like that book. And then it goes to, it's okay. And then it goes to, oh, I liked it. Then it's like, ooh, I loved it. And then it's like, oh, my God, it actually it changed my life. It's very kind rating. Yeah, I know. Very, very kind. And my first one, I was like, uh, I guess it's a one then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not that's not the convention. So this, this month's book club uh, book was called, oh, my God, I got to look it up. This um, is the one you told me about, I guess, off recording. The, yeah. The Mermaid. Yeah, this, so this book was about mermaids, um, and it was called... Into the Drowning Deep by Mira Grant. Good title. Right? Yeah, it's not not a bad title. Nothing wrong with the title. Um, and we were trying to find a horror book, like a good horror book. And like, um, they were asking me like, you know, what Stephen King books would be good. And I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of great ones out there. But like, having to do it in a month where most of these people, um, you know, like we did like Dune one one month, and that was hard to get through that fucking book. How, how many pages were Dune? Dune, uh, it was like nine hundred or or something. Oh, like that. I would have mentioned it then because it's like a thousand. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It it is more than Dune, and Dune was already hard to get through. Oh, got it, got it. So like you know, it's hard to recommend. Like the Stand is a great one. That's like eleven hundred, twelve hundred. I guess something. you can go with like Salem's Lot. I think that was like four hundred. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I was trying to you know think of you know um, we're trying to find a good horror book because everyone wants to get into a good like scary book, right? Um, but anyway, so this was an attempt at that. I forget who picked it out, but it was uh, it's a book about mermaids and it was terrible. <laughs> it was a point five. It was like a point five. Yeah, it was terrible. I was like, me, <laughs> it's not OK. It's like me. No, it was like it's so funny because it's it, it's and I listened to it uh, on tape because I didn't want to buy it. Um I don't know why. I just had a feeling about it because I'd never heard of it before. <laughs> so you just heard mermaids and you're like, nah. I didn't actually know it was about mermaids. Okay. This guy was like, yeah, I don't know. It just it was on uh, some bestseller list or whatever and it had fairly good reviews. So I figured we'd try it out. I'm like, okay, sounds good. It's like an underwater thing. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Wait, was it a teen book? I don't know. I mean, it seems like it. It definitely read like a teen like which is nothing wrong but nothing wrong with that but it was what i guess all the hair not all the harry potter but the later harry potters would be teen right they're all teen well not not the ya yeah i think they call it young adult yeah and those are great yeah they're fine yeah there's nothing wrong with a ya novel but this one was just like okay there there was um there was like was there like it starting this girl whose like sister got like eaten by a mermaid well okay so they went out to s- on the wait. How do they know she got eaten by? So the, the the whole premise is there's this corporation that is kind of like the Sci-Fi Channel, okay. But uh, uh, for some reason, this corporation has like unlimited money. So like Monarch in Godzilla, kind of yeah. Except if instead of like wrangling monsters, they make like schlocky B horror movies on cable television. I love it. Right? I love it so far. And so and so they send this crew out. To discover and see once and for all if there are truly mermaids. And you're like, okay, I guess I could see them making like a mockumentary thing. Because like Discovery Channel did that. Right. They right. actually or no, History, they, History Channel. They or did do one on mermaids that a lot of people believed and a lot of people I watched wrote it, in. And, and I'm watching this whole thing. And, and they do it like hats off to them. They do it really well where it's like, there's no way there's really mermaids. There's no way there's really mermaids. Like, Fuck, are there really mermaids? And then like, <laughs> and then, 
<laughs> and they keep talking about without showing anything, but they're talking about like evolution and how this and this would work. Um, but then at the end, they show the mermaid. I'm like, oh, that's obviously computer generated. Thanks for wasting an hour of my time. <laughs> and so um, supposedly they went out there to make one of these mockumentary kind of things. But it turns out like they started finding real mermaids. Like they're basically the ship goes dark. And I'm so they sorry, don't hear from But you're again. talking about the book now and you're not talking about the. This is the book. Now, okay, got yeah, it. yeah. Just wanted to clarify for the listeners. Anyway. And so there's this uh, there's this will just be my whole Night of confession because now I'm going on. I'm going on a rant. I love it. But um, so the main the ship gets basically loses contact. They go out and find it. Everyone's gone on the ship. It's just floating. Sounds like a great premise for horror. They find some they find some footage and they look at it. And then um, because the Coast Guard finds them, Coast Guard releases the footage and uh, it has mermaids basically eating people and killing people and shit like that. And so now is it your typical mermaid where top half is human? Human esque, human esque. Like okay, okay they, they said they keep they do a very good job of describing it as like a slightly sapien esque you know form. So it has a head, it has arms, it only has four fingers, but the four fingers have like an extra joint and they're webbed, and they have claws, and then they have they have lips, but like sharp needly teeth inside. Okay, no so, like nose, but like a slits on the nose, so and eyeballs. That description and just, hair just reminds me, which of is like bioluminescent. The mermaids in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's almost exactly like those. Okay. Um. Anyway, long story short, so this uh, the prota- main protagonist's sister was on that boat, and so she grows up to be a marine biologist because she's fascinated by mermaids and trying to find, you know, find her sister. And so basically, she not being a full doctor or anything, but she's kind of an expert in sonar. She gets recruited on the second mission to go out to the Marianas Trench. And like really try to find mermaids. My favorite trench, by the way. Yeah, it's the deepest. Yes. Deepest and the darkest. Also, one thing the lady reading me the book kept calling it the Mariana tra- trench. I always thought it was Marianas with an S at the end. I mean, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's just one thing that bothered me about this book, among other things. And so she goes out there on this crew, and you know, it goes from the perspective of different people on this crew who are all looking for mermaids. Sorry to break it to you, man. It's Mariana? Yeah, Mariana. Okay. Well, well, I, I was wrong. I had always heard Marianas. Anyway, so they go out there, and, like, there's obviously mermaids. Like, they start attacking and finding them. They start slashing people. There's a lot of gore in this book. But, like, in the middle of this, she has, like, a lesbian relationship with this other girl that she meets on there, which is, like, I'm like, okay. Well, I guess that, I mean, tension that happens sometimes. And she's also somehow trapped on this boat with her ex-boyfriend who's also like a scientist, I guess. And then so there's like that drama and there's so all this was like was it in the Bermuda Triangle? There was a love triangle? Is that No, it was definitely I don't think I don't the know if trend is how the Pacific Ge- Geography is my worst <laughs> subject. So. <laughs> anyway, so it goes through this and all these characters have these weird little motivations like this one lady just wants to prove that there's mermaids. This other one wants to find her sister. These other one there's a, a group a group of uh, hearing impaired sisters who like they're twins. And they, they sign to each other, and their other older sister is like their interpreter, and they're all scientists, because of course. What are the what are the deaf people specialize in? Well, one is drives a submarine. Okay. I don't know why. Because I, I was the other is a is a uh, biochemist. Okay, because I was cringing a little. I was like, tell me the sonar expert is not one of the deaf people. Oh, definitely not. That don't make no sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but but one thing is. 
the the, si- the older sister who's their translator is also a um, expert in sign language so they actually sign with the the mermaids and so the the, the worst part about this book is um, aside from all the weird drama that happens in the background when you're getting killed by mermaids they're like oh yeah you never you never loved me blah, 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 you know that kind of stuff but it's like there's all this interesting stuff about these mermaids that's never explained throughout the entire book like so the how do they have a language uh you know what what did you know where did they come from like have they always been down there we don't know anything by so, the end of this book so let me get this straight the most interesting part of this story the mermaids is it's spoken the least amount about yeah well it's it's not resolved at all you know what i mean it'd be cool if like if maybe the last chapter was from the point of view of the mermaids and they do a little bit but but not enough where you're like wait a minute like how do they because another thing too they start calling them sirens because they mimic us which is kind of interesting but like okay how do they do that okay but like why haven't we you know why haven't we ever found one of these before in a fishing net you know why you know this this there's all these other unknowns out there and by the end of it you're like well i mean i guess I guess we kind of get it. I, it could be a it, ploy, and like in the sense that there's going to be a sequel where more maybe, gets explained. Maybe, like who knows? Uh, but I do not recommend this book. I would give it a one. I thought or it was a half or a half. A, a me, me? No, it's not a mess. I just straight up didn't like it. <laughs> like I was, I was furious at certain points. I'm like, what? Why? And there, <laughs> um, and there's like, uh, um, the one girl who who ended up uh sleeping with the the main protagonist girl like her job was she was like a web personality for the the cable channel that's another thing this cable channel has like they have armed guards and like super killer assassin people on their payroll like what kind of tv station is this wait but my question is why okay it's fine if they employ them because of previous things that maybe need i get if you're like in a war zone like you're trying to film like some african lions and you're like in a tribal like war zone or like you know nations fighting each other that i get but in the water (laughs) like did they so at this point they knew that there was killer mermaids yeah they they because they saw the they had the footage from the first boat so did they see the footage and then they called these mercenary guys or they just brought them no yeah they they saw the footage this was like so when the first boat disappears there's like a time jump of like Seven years. Got it. Okay. And all that's right. when they go out. All right, all right. I don't know. It was weird, man. It sounds weird. It was fucking awful. But don't go don't go read it. So that's my nerdy confession. <laughs> I forgot the name, so it's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> uh my second nerdy confession was gonna be that um I, I over the weekend I started watching some documentaries about F one racing and now I'm like super into it. It's I find it really interesting and the drama of it and like the different teams and so I thought because you're white and you go hunting that it would just you just already were into it i would i would already be into the elite european <laughs> racing league oh is it your, i don't that's how ignorant i am yeah. on the subject like the biggest one is in monaco that's like the that's like the most bougie race of all of them mm. do they go through a casino like it's not a video game I don't, I don't know man that's my, that's <laughs> how would my, that even work that's my entire reference to racing well, well like, yeah it's it's all along the streets of monaco do they have turtle shells do they throw God, banana peels it's not stop that <laughs> Is that not how it works? Nope, that's not how. When they jump, is there Mario Kart's not real? Do they glide? Is that no? Well, they're not. They don't jump. They don't jump. What? They drive on the ground. How do they boost? There's so (laughs) much down pressure on these. Is is a little nerdy fact. There's so much down pressure on these cars 
from when they um from these various spoilers and shit that they have on them that if they were to drive upside down in a tunnel the pressure would stick them to the ceiling do they do that Someone suggested that they do it, and I'm like, that would be fucking awesome. Right. Then I'd watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like up on the ceiling. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. F1 How racing. many maniacs do you think watch it just to see the carnage when they crash? Probably a lot, because from the there's a cool documentary series um, on Netflix. I forget what it's called, but it's, if you look up F1, it'll pop, Formula One, it'll uh, pop up there. Um, but it seems like every fucking race, there's like at least like five or six cars that just get annihilated. Because it's, it's all, you know, there's no fenders. It's all open wheel. They drive up, you know, they get up to 186, 190 miles an hour. Um, if they're by themselves, they can go even faster sometimes. And it is, and everything's made out of fucking carbon fiber. So these things weigh like, um, like, you know, I don't know, like 800 pounds on some of these things or something crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so you, you take this lightweight, super like made thing basically made out of carbon fiber and you crash into another thing that's <laughs> driving yeah, 180 miles shreds. yeah it just explodes it's yeah so probably the hardest thing in that is the is the engine yeah the heaviest thing is the engine for sure and all the all the all the actual racers all the drivers they're constantly like on the treadmill they're constantly like fucking on the bike and they do these crazy little like uh, hand-eye coordination things where they're testing their reaction time and stuff. Oh, I've seen that. They it's got, intense. They got a Dave and Buster's. It's the Kung Fu Panda one. It actually looks very similar to that, <laughs> but it's just, like, not as fun. <laughs> There's no theme to it. It's just, like, hitting these lights super fast. But, yeah, so check that out if you're if you're into Actually, I'm not going to lie. I got sold into it when you were talking about the tube where they went upside down. I was like, I'm about it. Yeah. And they said they don't do that. I was like, mm, lost interest. There's definitely um, – and it was funny because after I, I, I got on this, like, little, t- you know, like, I went on an F1, like, hole, like, where I started watching, like, all these, like, videos and stuff. And so I, st- I watched that movie Rush with uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. I think I saw part of that. That's where he was turning literally on dimes, right? He was, like, picking up dimes, like, when he was. No, wait, that was a Stallone racing one. I have not. <laughs> there that was a, sounds there, crazy. Yeah, there was. I remember. <laughs> I just remember seeing this one scene where this dude, they put dimes on the track and he had to turn. And, like, if he hit it right, it would stick to the tire. And he had, like, all the oh, dimes. Oh, my God. No, I haven't seen that. sounds ridiculous. I'm sure someone would be like, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. This blah one that's it, the title. I think it was directed by Ron Howard. And it has Chris Hemsworth. Um, and uh, I forget the other guy's does name. Does he pull Mjolnir? Does, he, does the hammer come nope, out? Nope. Nope. But he wait. just plays a British race car driver. Um, but uh, it was the story of Nicky Lauda, who um, raced for Ferrari. And... Um, he uh he he had this crazy uh crazy accident so um James Hunt is is a uh Chris Hemsworth character and Nicky Lauda is played by Daniel Brühl Brühl he played um he was in uh he played Baron Zemo in Captain Captain America Civil War I oh mean, okay you know that guy yeah, yeah, the guy yeah, who yeah. lost his family and whatever um who he was great in it too and basically, he plays Nicky Lauda, who famously um, basically got uh, into a crazy wreck uh, at this race. That wasn't in Monaco. It was in Spain or something. Catches on fire. His whole body gets caught on fire, and his face melts off, essentially. <laughs> and um, and after, like, 28 days or 38 days in the hospital, he because um, they're on the, uh, the Formula One uh, circuit, 
where there's like 20 ra- 21 races in a season. And so after a month off, he he goes back out, puts on his helmet and actually finishes the circuit with his face fucking melted off, still healing. Like they took like skin from his thigh and grafted to his face and stuff. And um and he he went out there and they had this like intense rivalry between him and James Hunt the uh, Chris Hemsworth character. And so they go go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth kind of thing. So it was that rivalry that like you know, um, they actually became they hated each other, but he while he was in the hospital he would like watch him up on the thing winning these races and he's like, No, I gotta get back out there and so that's what kind of inspired him to like gave him the will to keep going on. So that was a really really good movie. All yeah, I found out Nikki Lauda, the real life guy, died like ten days ago. Oh wow. Isn't that crazy? You know, all of that sounded really interesting, but once you said they took thigh meat or thigh skin to put on his face, that's all I could think of. Yeah. I automatically think, wow, does he does that mean now he like grows like hair out of his forehead? Because like you it, grow hair on your thighs, like would that Well, they were I I don't know if that happens or not, but he was saying he was like, Well, one cool thing is that, you know, um they say when you have skin graft you you no longer sweat from that skin and which is good for me because I'm a driver. I won't have any uh sweat coming in my eyes so it's actually good it was doing like a press conference so they're all like why are you doing this <laughs> it's so I'm dangerous considering so cutting this part of my face to get more of my thigh on me yeah yeah so it was it was crazy but uh yeah it was pretty interesting um so i found the movie that i was talking about driven sylvester stallone was in it okay that's so sounds, anyone sounds intense <laughs> anyone you want to see something real watch rush it was really good <laughs> <laughs> next one i'm gonna watch is senna which is a documentary about that uh senna who's from brazil and he died in a car crash too but he was one of the greatest f1ers and then i sent you a link too to there's a new matt damon um matt damon and uh what's his name batman christian bale movie coming out that's all about um carol shelby creating the gt40 to beat ferrari so it's called ford versus ferrari which is a historic like if you're a big car guy it was this historic time where ford who like when it comes to like Le Mans, which is like a crazy endurance race, um, or F1, it's just kind of known that the Europeans just shit all over us, you know, because the Europeans you have, you know, Ferrari, Lamborghini, you have uh, Mercedes. I noticed when you said Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> Your Italian side came it out. It popped out. <laughs> it does that from time to time. But when you have these, um, you know, and then. Uh, Fiat and Alfa Romeo and uh, uh, Ren- Renault, which is a French one. Um, all these companies just shit on American companies. Lotus. Where's that from? That's uh, Lot- it's. I think it's Italian. No. Probably. I don't know. Or German. It's European for sure. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Lotus is another team that was really big for a long time too. Um, a lot of these companies now have been bought out by other people, though, too, which is kind of crazy. Like Fiat, I think, I think Fiat actually owns Lamborghini or something crazy. Wait, wait, wait! The little car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the it's, little tiny car. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy to think about stuff like that. And like um, Renault, which is a uh, uh, French company, I think builds the motors for Aston Martin or something like that, which is a British. I do, I do love Aston Martin. Dude. So if super I ever cool. became super baller status. Aston, Aston Martin. Martin. Yeah, they're pretty sure. cool. James Bond. Fuck yeah. yeah. She um, was fucking classic and sexy at the same time. Yeah, but so there's a new movie coming out called Ford vs. Ferrari, which is all about when they got Carol Shelby, the guy you know who made the, the Shelby Cobra, 
the GT500. Stop you right there. Does Ford win? Yes, historically, Ford okay. wins. Then I'm about to watch. Okay. I'm yeah. down to watch. You just want to watch America just shit up. Yeah, shit America, I'm not interested. Fuck that shit. Yeah. No, and it was a big deal that they created this car called the GT40, um, and they call it that because it's only 40 inches off the ground. Oh. Get out a measuring tape and see how low that fucking thing is. <laughs> it's crazy. But they build this thing, and they fucking they, they just run train on Ferrari. America wins. I'm about it. Yep. So, yeah, thanks for uh, bearing with me on my little car nerd out, but yeah, it was a fucking speed-filled weekend for me. Speaking of which, to transition over, I know that eventually there's going to be a Godzilla versus King Kong. Yep. And I need King Kong to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love both monsters. I would yeah. say almost equally, but Godzilla or King Kong's American, man. And I got I got to go. I got to go. I mean, <laughs> technically I guess he's from Skull Island, but <laughs> Yeah, but know, it was an American movie. Exactly. So I I'd, I'd have to even though now after, you know, since we're going to talk about now watching Godzilla King of the Monsters, I don't want them to fight <laughs> cuz let them fight. I d- let him fight. Did he give? Did he do the line? Not in this one, but no, the other. But the Brad other. Bradley Whitmore. He said it. Rather. He said it, he's like, I just love when he says, "Let them fight." <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he knows. That's what everyone loves. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. but I just I, I love both monsters. But if I had to see one win, I would want to see King Kong. I actually like Godzilla better. Oof. I know. I don't know. But he's so cool. He's a fucking fire breathing dinosaur. I love it. Yeah, but. You know, I I love okay. I'm I love King Kong's covered in hair. It's just like you know, right there, the physics and, of uh, it. Battle scars, all right. He's yeah, hair is very flammable. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's not fire. Ask ask, ask Nicky Lauda. He shoots. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You can't. He just died. I know it's fine. We're good. <laughs> um. Yeah. I know. No, I, I'm down. Um. So yeah, we saw. Uh. I guess it was yesterday, but this will be like a week ago, for you listening now. Um. We saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Um, which is part of the new Godzilla cinematic universe, the MonsterVerse, the MonsterVerse, because uh, Skull Island, King Kong Skull Island is part of this. It's part too. of it, yep. Um, and I loved it. I I, re- I really liked it. I did on um, so it was great. I I, I loved it. The monster fights were were great. There were a couple shots. I don't like when movies do the shaky camera and two close up and there was a couple shots uh with King Kong well spoilers but I'm sure you guys you know yeah. us you know we're going to talk about the movie um when he was fighting King Ghidorah in the water there was a couple of like unclear shots for me and I was like I just hate when do I love the long shots from far away when you can see everything yeah. clearly like when they were bum oh, like, rushing each other like oh, I yeah. love that like so you good. see everything or like when King Ghidorah was in the the cloud, just shooting lightning with yeah. his wings out. There was a lot of cool silhouette. Type there was stuff. a lot of cool scenes that I like inspired me. I was like, Dude, I would love that. It was like, oh, maybe I'll go home and sketch that. Like that was such a great like key mm-hmm, mm-hmm. keynote scenes. There was a lot of great stuff. Um, yeah, um, and I guess I'll start off with the critiques. They had they announced a lot of monsters. I think it was like 16, 17 monsters. Yep, they didn't show them all. And you know, that's true. And they, that's they fine. did a little flash through on some of them, but it was way, way too fast. Yeah. For even those ones. Um, but yeah, they could have shown. I'm, I'm sure they're saving it. And that's kind of what I think they're, sh- they're saving, but it may be like a little flash. One of them's going to be Ultraman. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be one that of the Titans. That would be fucking dope. It would be cool. <laughs> Ultraman with his fucking robot helmet. <laughs> oh, man. And which version of Ultraman? There's so many. I, I know. They just came out with a new thing on Netflix with him. I was about to watch it, and then I got distracted. It looked but yes. bad. 
but really, I don't know. I'll kind still of. try it. I still want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess I'm 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 talking about the future movie, but obviously they're pinning it where King Kong and Godzilla are gonna fight. Yeah, I'm curious on how they're gonna deal with the scale because Godzilla seems like. He's at least twice as tall. I don't know. They made King Kong hella big in Skull Island. Well, but there was, what was the references? You know, the references. Mountains. Were ma- exactly. But we don't know how big those mountains were. That's why they did it. Because <laughs> it's a, also, we, with also Godzilla, kinda, you have buildings. You see the scale. You're like, oh, they, shit. We don't know how tall those buildings are. Oh, come on. You see the, <laughs> you see the Boston Stadium. You're like, uh-huh. sh- I know how tall that shit is. Well, they, they show King Kong, like, punching helicopters out of the air like they were nothing. So, yeah, you, know, you know how big a helicopter is. Well, I'm assuming. I, I still. I'm sure King Kong's going to be a little smaller, but that's going to play to his advantage. I think he's going to monkey around. Exactly. I think he's going to be his. Advantage is going to be being agile speed and, and speed. Yeah. yeah, where King Kong is more, Godzilla. or so Godzilla is more laboring and slow moving. Yeah, exactly. So you think they're just going to flat out fight each other, and or are they going to fight each other and then team up against something? That's kind of that what I'm cool idea. That's kind of what I'm guessing because they did in the movie kind of hints that there. They that said they there re- was a Titan on Skull Island, but they didn't necessarily say it was King Kong. So Maybe. it could be that there's. I mean, I, I get that they're kind of mixing genres because King Kong was never referred to as a kaiju or a titan or yeah. anything. So it, it could be that they were referencing a different creature underneath because everything I was underground. I think they called him a titan at one point. Maybe they, they re- straight called him Kong several times. I'm just wondering if like they're using titan interchangeable to kaiju or a titan and a kaiju are different. Mm, I think it's just big ass. Monsters. It could be because at least they show every creature. There was a an event that triggered the awakening of each of these creatures. But they never really said. At least maybe I should go back and watch Skull Island. But I don't remember them saying that there was something that triggered Kong. I feel like mm. he was always just kind of there. No, he was just out and about. Yeah, chilling. So I don't know. Might play different, but I th- I kind of feel that's kind of the route they're gonna do. I don't think they're really the ready to kill off either one of them. Right, like such a. I'm sure and they're then at the some more the stuff. end credit scene spoiler alert again if you're still listening for some reason, um, but there is they still had a head from uh, King Ghidorah too, yeah. and we saw that it kind of regrows. So maybe I'm they'll try to regrow. Maybe it'll be robot. I'm assuming it's going to be robot. Robot. Or they're going to make Mecha Godzilla or something. Dude, how sick would Mecha Godzilla be? It'd so be cool, but it's okay. So here's my idea for how Mecha Godzilla works. I'm ready. I told it to you in the in the movie theater. So. King Kong versus Godzilla, obvious next step for the, this movie franchise. So, so King Kong starts, you know, because of all this hubbub that happened with all, all the other monsters, King Kong maybe starts, you know, swimming his way over to the mainland, and they're like, "Fuck, we got King Kong coming. Let's call Godzilla because he seems mostly cool with us now." Godzilla comes out of the water. They fight on like Hawaii or something like that. I don't know. You know, Big Island, maybe for, the volcano. For Hawaii. Yeah, you know, with the volcano, and they're, like, throwing each other in lava. That would be a dope scene, right? Big set piece. Anyway, so the two of them fight, and they're fighting each other, and then they, they're just destroying everything. They they get, like, he tosses them, like, into the mainland somehow, and they're just destroying cities. They're like, guys, it's getting out of hand. You know, we need something to fight them. And they're like, well, we did have this one secret thing where we were saving it, and it's Mecha Godzilla. And Mechagodzilla is run by an advanced artificial intelligence program that helps him fight and adapt to Godzilla and his crazy beast 
power. And so, and he starts fighting Godzilla and King Kong. Or no, he starts fighting Godzilla. Let's say King Kong gets knocked out first. And he's like, he, go, he whimpers back to Skull Island. So then Mechagodzilla and regular Godzilla fight each other. And, and then all of a sudden, there's a, something goes wrong with the programming inside Mechagodzilla. And now the AI thinks that humans need to be destroyed. Goes they're, berserk. They're a bigger threat to the world than Godzilla is. And so then it starts like just laying waste to everything. And Godzilla starts fighting it. Then King Kong comes out of retirement. He's like, all right, let's do this. I hate you, but I hate this robot even more. <laughs> and then they start, they both team up and defeat Mecha Godzilla. Just so they get the Batman versus Superman treatment. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's not just Batman versus Superman. No, I know. It's like every movie ever. It's just, you know, the most recent one I thought of to reference. <laughs> Did you say Martha? Yeah. <laughs> you say, say Mothra? Did you say Mothra? Yeah. <laughs> Why, did, why I, did you say that name? I did love the design of uh, Mothra looked awesome. He did. It, it was that was the one. Rodan was, was probably the weakest looking one. It stayed. I feel true to the original yeah, one. He looked like a weird pterodactyl, which is what his face the first looked one looked weird. like. Yeah. It was weird, but you know when you're trying to reference, you know, the originals. King Ghidorah looked fucking dope. Yeah, he looked great. Um, the lightning. Looked, looked amazing, so cool. But Mothra, I was terrified. I'm like, this can go bad very easily. Oh yeah, it and it went bad for every other, <laughs> like every every appearance of Mothra. You're like, ew. But um, you know when it was flying with like the light shining, like oh, that yeah. was very. It cool. looked really cool with the dust and stuff. Yeah, I I kind of well spoilers, but uh, kind of sucked to watch him die. But I'm sure. I'm sure Mothra will come back. I mean. They always what when he dies they always find eggs and there's a yeah, new exactly. one so I'm sure he'll be back. And it was fun that they referenced the little twins yeah. that that <laughs> speak for Mothra at all times. The clam twins or <laughs> the seashell. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's because of the seashell. The little fairies are. We didn't get the song that they sing, but <laughs> yeah, and they didn't really like. They didn't speak for. They Mothra. didn't speak for Mothra, but I, apparently a lot of people missed that, and I guess maybe it's because. Oh, I missed it until you pointed it out to me. Yeah, until God, you know, Godzilla is an older franchise. The last time we saw Mothra was like what, like nineteen eighty, nineteen seventy, something like that. Yeah, May, there might have been like a late, I mean, early nineties. Yeah. So it's been a while, right? So not a lot of people are going to mem- remember that. But yeah, it was kind of cool how they had um, the Chinese doctors. I forget her name is Doctor. I thought she was Chinese. Was it Chinese? Oh, I think maybe she you're was right. Doctor like Ling or something like that. I think you're right. Anyway, they show her. And she's like on the flying ship with everyone, and then they show her again, and she's in the rain where Mothra is. Yeah, and you're like, oh fuck! No, that got lost on me. Honestly, that got lost on me. And it wasn't like, dude, they're the twins. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, she was on the land, she was on the ship. I was like, oh no, maybe she just got on the ship. I was like, no, it happened at the same time. I was like, oh shit, you're right. It, it yeah, like, they are and, the twins. That's and then cool. they show a picture of her and her sister, and then her and her mother, who are also twins. twins yeah, and the grandmother, who are, who are also, also twins. twins. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck. They're Mothra's. Like, I was like, things. oh, dope. Like, yeah, okay, so cool. that was a really cool thing. Um, and it was kind of interesting, too. Like, it was, I pointed out right in the beginning, when you first see Mothra when she's just a caterpillar in that temple thing that they're in, there's two ladies on yeah. there. There's one lady. I, on and I saw too. that. I was so focused on the larva that yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even Fun little it. stuff like that. I really enjoyed. And, like, they go into an underground uh, temple and stuff like that in the hollow earth. That was fun. Um, and you see all these hieroglyphics. It's really cool to see that kind of stuff. The amount of detail they put into the movie. And I know, I know it's fiction, 
and I know it's not real, but it was really I was like I like got excited like, when they went in the water in the center of Earth and they show all this historical um ancient buildings that you Atlantis. Know, I'm pretty sure it was Atlantis. But you see a lot of cool stuff in the background and Ken Watanabe goes in to cause Godzilla gets hurt, needs yeah. some more nukes. So he goes in with a nuke and the whole time I was thinking like he's about to destroy a lot of history. I get it. It's to save the planet. But it's like, yeah. is there any other way? They yeah. Couldn't they just stuck the Can't they just like feed him like some uranium fuel rods yeah. or something? <laughs> like, Couldn't they just stick the nuke in his mouth and have him like swallow it or something? Yeah. One thing that was crazy about that was like, I get it. He runs off of nuclear energy and radiation. Right. But like, do th- like does the wouldn't the explosion hurt him? Like I nope. feel like nope nope okay he cool just sucks it and just he just oh just takes it in yeah that seemed a little strange to me it was really cool to see him like get <laughs> what if it didn't work and they just he just exploded and chunks of Godzilla falling over just the head pops up just uh, we should have thought this through it's <laughs> like <laughs> so didn't imagine that going bad <laughs> yeah wow man I we should have come up with a list of ideas <laughs> instead of just going with the first one we thought of. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there was, uh, and this is a big spoiler, too. It was interesting to have uh, Claire, F- what's her name? What's uh, the main chick? Uh, the chick Vera from Picard. Vera Formiga. Formiga. Um, it was interesting having her kind of be a bad guy, almost. Like, that oh, was no, not even almost. She was. Yeah, she basically They was. just painted her as not Kind of a misguided person. Like, she was doing it for the, like, she had the right reasons, I guess. But it was one of those things where you're, it's an evil scientist. Reason. So this, my, my biggest issue, like she was right in the sense that humans are destroying the planet. Right. She was right in the sense that after there was a fight that more growth and there was more yeah, life. Exactly. And she so, was wrong thinking that giant monsters should destroy the planet. Right. And my this the part that pissed me off the most is that Ro, Rodan was it? Ro, Rodan is the pterodactyl. Yeah. He was in Mexico and her daughter. um uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, she was saying like, let's from Stranger give, Things. Yeah, like let's give all these people time to evacuate before we wake the creature. Right. Sensible thing. Right. Like people will leave, and her decision is like, no, some sacrifices have to be made, <laughs> and they summon. I'm like, wow, you just let a bunch of you're like killing a bunch of Mexicans. They're only Mexicans. Yes, yeah, she was fine with that. <laughs> she was like, whatever. Later on, her daughter goes off to do what she thinks is right and goes into a dangerous place. She's like, I have to go get my daughter. I'm like, oh, bitch, some sacrifices have to be fucking made. (laughs) To be fair, that fight was happening in Boston, which is like one of the whitest parts of America. (laughs) So, I mean, there was plenty of white people getting (laughs) murdered. (laughs) I believe that they did clear the area, but (laughs) I was just like, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, no, it's getting destroyed. (laughs) I was like, that to me was like, I already hated her beforehand. Yeah. But when that happened, I was like, well, fuck you, bigger. Well, that was kind of, that's her humanizing. That's her one tie to humanity, right? She didn't care. She didn't care if her ex-husband um, got killed because she blew up the ice and stuff like that. Um, she didn't care if all those people got murdered. But it's her daughter. And that's what kind of makes her switch back to being on our side kind mm, of thing. Yeah, but was it? Mm-hmm, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to give you the the writer's justification. No, no one can see, but I'm making the Thor squinty face from Ragnarok, you know, or the Daenerys. Like, um, but I loved the movie. It was just there was a bunch of like cringeworthy like dialogue, but I loved it. Like, I loved every second of it. 
No, yeah. Um, you know, talking about an oxygen killing bomb. Like, I feel like only. I guess br- that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense. Like, I honestly wanted to know how that bomb worked. I was like, oh, I kind of want to read the sign. Is that first? Like, <laughs> is that a real thing? <laughs> Second, I kind of want to know how that works. Yeah, it probably doesn't. That's probably why they didn't explain it. At that's all. fine. If it yeah. doesn't, then I was like, that's a weird choice. You could have just said. Atom? I don't know. I guess they couldn't do nuke because they knew it would power up Godzilla. Yeah. Although a nuke would have been better since they want. Thinking about it now, it just <laughs> dawned on me. They wanted Godzilla to win. If they had hit him with a nuke, it would have powered him up. Well, I think at that so at that point they didn't want Godzilla to win necessarily. They just wanted both of these monsters to stop. <laughs> like they they just they wanted to kill both monsters. Um, and then there was a kind of a turning point with it. The guy from Friday Night Lights was like. No, we should help Godzilla. We're going to fight with him kind of thing. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. <laughs> uh, and I I actually really like – so to be honest, I only knew him from uh, King Kong when he was like the douchey actor. who He was the handsome actor in uh, the new King Kong, the Peter Jackson. Oh, okay, the one with Jack he was Yeah, he was the, the handsome actor guy. And I've only known him from that, and I, I enjoyed – He was also in Bloodlines, which was really good. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I didn't have a problem with him in King Kong. I was like – good actor but i really liked him in this movie is like mm-hmm. oh i'd love to see him in more and more he was things in the friday night lights tv That's, show i had read that but i never watched the show so i watched I, some of it it was pretty good it gets emotional right, and i was like man he was he was great i wish you yeah. know, to see more and uh, i wanted to say because you were talking about the cheesy lines and a lot of them came from bradley uh whitford but to Bra- be honest yeah He's, he's so good. He's so good that he can deliver that shit. Yeah. He's one of those guys that you can give him a shit line, but it, he'll make it work. You know what another one, too? Uh, it was great having a couple comedic people in there, like having a uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Thomas Middleditch in there, too. Okay. Um, <laughs> when he, he's like, I, I know I know where the hangar is. I can I can lead you there. And, and then <laughs> Kyle Chandler's like, anybody else? Yeah. Anybody else know how to get there? And no, and I know it's like it's kind of an overused line that you see in a lot of movies, but it was delivered. It was so good. It was delivered excellent. Where it, it was, was still perfect. really funny. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> it was so good. He, he was so excited. He was genuinely excited. I was like, yeah. I could show you where it is. Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was fun to have little you know hints of comedy in there. I actually really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, I think having, you know, when you have giant monsters like stomping around, destroying cities and stuff, you can't have, you can't take yourself too seriously. You know, you got to have a little bit of levity in there. You know, it's like they're giant monsters at the end of the day, you know, like even Pacific Rim was like, they had a little comedic. They had a little bit more comedic moments, but, uh. Yeah, and it, it kind of makes sense when you're, I mean, if you work for Monarch, you've known about these creatures. Like, I guess right. Monarch has been, what, around, at least in the movie, 60, 70 years. They've been studying for a long yeah, time, just not because it started acting. at the end of, uh, it was already established after King Kong, which took place after Vietnam. Yeah. No, I believe, in the, at least in the movie, in the MonsterVerse, I think they said it was when they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. Is That's kind of what started awakening them. Oh, okay. And that's when they started studying, so... When this uh, when this organization has been around for so long and these guys have been st- probably studying it like at least in their lifetime maybe like fifteen twenty right. years like the Chinese doctor was she said she's yeah, third gen- generation yeah so it's like you know I'm sure it becomes normal and you can yeah. joke about there's still things. some work workplace humor yeah <laughs> yeah I really like that um I thought it was pretty awesome it was just some of the some of the cool like freeze frame shots of like 
you know, King Ghidorah with the lightning or Godzilla and, and him like running at each other were awesome. Mothra coming through the clouds with her giant wings yeah. and stuff. There's some really, really King cool King Kong shows. Uh, swimming when he was swimming slowly towards them and he was like pulsating. Oh, that Godzilla, was you keep saying King Kong. I'm sorry, King Kong. <laughs> I'm sorry, Godzilla. I'm, sorry, I'm just so excited about the movie when it comes out. Yeah. Um, but those scenes where he was pulsating was also oh, really, yeah, really cool. Oh, yeah, super cool. Or when he goes like ultra mode. And he like turns kind of red. That was really cool. And, and he I has like a cool like shockwave power. That was fun. And when Kyle Chandler was saying that he, this is why he was able to survive for so long, because Godzilla evolves. Yeah. So I thought for a second, like, oh, he's instead of using um, nuclear energy, I was like, oh, he's abs he's absorbing the uh, electricity. That's yeah. what I thought it was. But I guess he had, uh, what was it? He was hitting. Um, maximum overdrive yeah or some, something something like <laughs> that was it was really cool how he took him out i was really hoping it was going to be like melee but yeah. it, it i mean he just he's like chomping on his head yeah it's like towards shooting shooting radiation fire through the dragon's mouth kind of thing yeah, yeah. that was cool there yeah. Was, yeah there was a lot of great scenes it was awesome i think it was it was cool and if you're a big fan of the big monsters i mean I think they're doing a great job with this. And it's it's so fun because, you know, you and I are old enough to remember the Matthew Broderick yeah. uh, Godzilla movie. When was it? That was like 1998, 1999. Because uh, um, there, there was a Godzilla 2000, which I remember that too, which went back to the old school, um, you know, man in a suit kind of thing. Um, so it had to be like 1998, 1999. But yeah, that was a uh, that was a rough one, you know what I mean. The monster didn't look as good, which I get it. You know, CG is. Oh, I didn't think it was that far. Uh, ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yep. Yeah, Damn. Because Godzilla two thousand, I remember seeing that in theaters, and that was that was after the Matthew Broderick one, and it was back to, to kind of the original. Oh wow! Wow, looking at it, it looks like Godzilla versus Kong is next year. I didn't think really? it'd be that soon. Yeah. Nice. They filmed them back to back. You know, you can only have the lizard on screen for so long. <laughs> Got <laughs> his handler gets tired, you know. <laughs> He's destroying the buildings. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited for that. I think I think it's cool. You know, it's it's fun to me when, you know, who would have thought out of all these franchises that have started to, you know, have attempted to create, you know, like these cinematic universes. Like we had the Universal monsters that didn't go anywhere. Remember that? Yeah. Did Did they even start it? I know I they know started it. But it they've already canceled it. You know what would have been mummy. what would have been great, but obviously uh, it didn't happen. They could have done it with the mummy. With um, they did. Oh, is that is that what it was? The, not not the, the new Cruise. mummy. I'm talking about the old mummy. It was part of the same universe. Yeah. Oh God, I can't remember his name right Brendan now. Brendan Fraser. Yes, that would have been great. It was in the same universe. Yeah. Oh so, really? So in the new mummy with Tom Cruise, they have the Book of the Dead. From oh, the got Fraser. it. Okay, I see what you're saying. So different, different mummy, but same universe. I so they kind of retcon that went into it. It was kind of funny. Like it, I didn't even make an attempt to watch that movie for some reason. Like my core told I me think, it was going to be bad. <laughs> I think I watched it on like a flight or something. I'm like, man, I never saw that movie. I need to watch that movie. Tom Cruise, my boy. Yeah, and he was great in it, and it was it was fine. It was just like a stupid action movie. Russell Crowe's in it. He plays Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Really? Yeah. So th they were lit legit setting up the universe. Did he switch in it? Did they yes. show him? Oh, okay. It's worth a watch. I All mean, right. you could kind of see why maybe they they didn't make the universe, but it was interesting to see where it would have gone. 
okay. with like a wolf man and a, a creature from the Black Lagoon and shit so like that. I don't remember. Did you like uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yes, I love okay. it. I love I it too. absolutely okay. love it. So I, I did. Uh, it's one of those movies that I get kind of scared to mention that I love. Right. Because I'm like, I don't know how people are going to react. Yeah, people hated that movie, and I fucking loved it, I even when it came out. I loved the how they did Mr. Hyde in that. Like, it oh, was, yeah. it, I mean, there was some CG. I like that it was just, I, I like that um, Sean Connery's superpower was he was great at murdering animals. <laughs> he was also, I would say he was great at not wasting bullets. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was, he was he's a, when, he, when the guy's like running away in the field, I think it was in the beginning, and, and he. He's the like, American's like, you can't, you'll never hit he's him. He's like, ah. He puts his gun down. He's like, you're probably right. That's way too far of a shot. No one could hit that. And he puts on his glasses yeah. <laughs> and, and does it again and just nails the guy. I'm like, yes. Yeah, no, it, I, I I, really so loved it. And, like, even the lines with him and the American, the American with Captain the Nemo was yeah, fucking was, dope. Oh, yeah, with his martial arts and his sword fighting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The and the thing. Nautilus, and that they're cruising around in the Nautilus. But, like, so I love the line where uh, the American was just shooting bullets. He's like, oh, fucking Americans. <laughs> or not, maybe he said fucking Americans. He's like, Americans always wasting bullets. And, yeah, yeah he's taking each dude with one Yeah, one exactly. Hit. Yeah, because he was, he was shooting, like, an elephant rifle, double-barrel <laughs> elephant rifle. So good. All right, well. Since you gave me the recommendation, I will watch it. Yeah, I, I think it's worth a watch watching that The Mummy. I forget what it's called, like The Mummy, Night of the Mummy. Or something I'll, I'm stupid. sure if I just type in Mummy. It'll yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise Mummy. Yeah, it's interesting to see where that would have gone. But my point was, so we have those, and those have already been kind of like shoved under the rug. They're like, you know what? We're not making that universe anymore. We have the DC universe, which is not – they've already kind of scrapped I'm also. They're, they're just starting over, I'm guessing? I don't know if they're starting over or if they're just not doing an expanded universe anymore. I feel like Shazam was a good starting point. And if they they, if they start taking it from there, it might be. Aquaman did very well. Uh, Wonder Woman did very well on their on their own. They just they should have come out with those movies before they did Justice League. Yeah, they were trying to catch up to. Uh, yeah, they did Marvel. it backwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shazam was awesome. I think Wonder Woman 84 will be cool, but. That that'll kind of stand on its own, um, but they've already said now they're recasting Batman. It's going to be Robert Patterson from they, they Twilight. They made it official, yeah. Um, I, that I, could be good. I'm. What if it's him? My knee-jerk reaction was really, but he's already played a sort of a Batman. Yeah, a he, vampire bat boy. Yeah, okay. I I did see that someone put like he's the worst kind of vampire. It took him I forgot how many years they said the years. So to go from a vampire to a bat, and I was like, "That's pretty funny." <laughs> that's pretty uh, funny. Um, what if what if it, what if it's him and uh, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, and him as Terry McGinnis? I Batman heard Beyond. that, but they're they're, they're not, not going to do it. But how co- cool it. would that be? I'd be it, down. Uh, I will. I'm going to hold my opinion until I watch it. But I I will admit my knee jerk reaction. I, he's a good me. actor. I've seen him in some like independent stuff. He's actually a really good actor. So like, and again, I'm gonna. I've never seen Twilight, so I, it never really tainted me. I was reading that some people were defending the choice, and they were referencing how people were pissed when they picked uh, Heath Ledger for Joker. But I don't remember anyone saying anyone they were pissed, or maybe I just wasn't. Yeah, a lot of people right were like, oh, 10 things I hate about you." Blah 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 blah. Knight's Tale. It's gonna be I, dumb. I, I must have avoided all that because no, I, I really that. don't remember. That it got all. overshadowed pretty quickly once you once you saw oh, it. Yeah. But when it was cast, it, it people made stink. So that's why you know uh, I, yeah, I learned from history. I will, I will shut up. So yeah, I'm down to see what where they go with Batman. Are they going to do another fucking origin story? Or I they, doubt it. 
I, I hope they give it the Spider-Man treatment where it's like, okay, you know who he is. You know his story. Yeah, maybe we one line of dialogue. You, you know I put on the mask to avenge my parents. But now you're now they're, you know, you've avenged him. What are you doing now? And then it's like, okay, now you've just gone with the movie. Yeah. You know, I, I like how the Spider-Man Homecoming was a good way of nodding to that. You're like, Uncle Ben, obviously, yes, yeah, Spider-Man. You got bit by a spider. You made the web slinger. It's cool. Now here's our story. Yeah. You know, no, that quick. was fine. Because again, you don't. We don't need it. We don't need to watch. We don't it need a third to see time. it. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone in the mother knows what happened to, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne's parents. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. We are going to see a little bit of an origin story in uh, Joker movie too coming out. I'm assuming he's not the Joker we know. I'm I'm assuming he's going to be the Joker that inspired the Joker that everyone else. Man, knows. they did that in Gotham too, and I fucking hate that. Well, so the reason why you if you watch it's the a, preview, it's a way of like, yeah, because the little boy is Bruce is Wayne. Bruce Wayne, and it's like, and he's what he looks like. He's middle aged. There's no way he like give the kid like I don't know. We'll be kind and say fifteen years, like fifteen years on that Joker. There's no way that kid yeah. was fifteen years old. That kid. No, was no, like no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that kid was 15. I'm saying if you give that kid 15 years to become Batman, I feel like I'm being very generous. Yeah. Like that 15 years on that Joker, the age difference is going to be way too huge. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know like at least it always seems like the Joker is older than Batman, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem by like very much. Yeah. I don't know. But they, you know, they, they pulled that little bait and switch where they had this kid. I forget what his name was, but he was a really good actor. And you're like, oh, this guy's going to be the fucking Joker in that Gotham series. Are you caught up? I'm not caught up, but I heard he comes back, and I heard, I, I heard a bunch of stuff, but like the way they did it, where it's like, oh, he inspired the Joker. Everyone's like laughing, and you're like, that's stupid. Yeah, I I get. It. I'm I'm actually excited about that movie. I think it's gonna be. Great. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I, especially because uh, Martin Scorsese is like a executive producer or something. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be rough with a lot of audiences because at least in the movie, it kind of seems like he has some mental uh issues yeah and i could i could totally like if they don't tread lightly or you know are very careful with the way they're going to portray it i feel like a lot of people are like mental illness is not you know does not turn into a villain dude all of batman's bad guys go to an insane asylum yeah i think today's climate man is different you know they'd call it like a clinic or or (laughs) something like that you know it wouldn't be the same but it's like yeah he's obviously got something you know, mentally wrong with him. Right. You know what I mean? Now, well, look at what was it? Peter Rabbit. Like, I, I didn't watch the movie, but the new, the new CG Peter. Ra- I guess not new, but yeah, one in the past. Someone who like, I guess what the r- Peter Rabbit used uh, the antagonist's allergies to blueberries, and like he tried to feed him. Was like, dude, he could have died. And like a lot of people were like, yeah, well, he was trying to kill him. He was the antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> And to be fair, that human was trying to kill Peter Rabbit, so. Yeah, so what do you do? <laughs> so. But a lot of people were pissed about that. Like, that's not cool for people with allergies. So I, I could totally feel people. Come com- on. I totally could see people coming out of the woodwork to get pissed about that. And I don't know, man. I just, I, I hope, I hope people don't get pissed off because I, I, I have high expectations for the Joker because I love Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's yep. an amazing actor. Yep. I think it's a great character for his acting style so yeah I just i'm excited to see that movie and see what i just want to know what story they're approaching you know it's like it's very interesting it looks like it takes place in the 70s yeah which is kind of interesting so yeah i'll be interested to see where they go with that because like, i'm they show him dancing a lot in the previews yeah. kind of like like it's, it's like can you imagine like there's a bunch of like 
chaos going around and some dude in the middle just like yeah exactly just like, in his underwear yeah just dancing it's like that dude is crazy you know, yeah like, that guy is not to fuck with i'm excited to see that one um but yeah it's it's kind of interesting but all of that was just enforcing my point that it's interesting to me that godzilla is the one that's a successful cinematic universe now. Honestly, it was the one that I thought was going to had the least amount of chance, to right. be honest. Exactly. Like, who would have thought? Like, because the Universal tried. Monsters sounded kind of interesting. You're like, oh, people like nostalgia. And, you know, you got the Wolfman. That'd be it's coo- a cool movie. You have the Mummy. You have the Blue Lagoon, uh, Creature from the Black, Blue, Lag- Blue Lagoon? Black Lagoon. I don't even know anymore. You said Blue, I think Blue Lagoon is the little teen romance thing where, like, the dude fucks his sister or something. <laughs> Strange they enough, were, I think th- I know what you're talking about. Right? They were trapped on an island. They were deserted. They don't know what brother and sister love <laughs> is, and they just want to bang, you know? I'm going to avoid this topic. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. I've, I saw it as a kid, but I don't I think it's remember. just called The Blue Lagoon. I believe you're right, and I think the creature is the black. And I think I think the girl in it grew up to be someone like famous. I think it was like Brooke Shields or something like that. I'm like, now you're making me look it up. Anyway, uh, creature it had to be creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, so it's interesting that that did not take off, and then the um, Brooke Shields, you were right. Damn, look at me. She had to be like fucking like seventeen, sixteen in that movie. No, I think she gets naked, so she had to creature be creature from the Black Lagoon. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, so it, it's funny that Godzilla took off and that. And, like, it's doing well. Like, I think uh, it, it did well on this opening weekend. Or it's well, I think the the people who worked on it did their homework. They looked at the 98 one, and they were right. like, okay, let's not. What, what not to do. Yeah. Okay, let's keep the original form. We can mm-hmm. upgrade certain stuff, but let's keep the tiny head, big legs, you know, yeah. big tail. Breathing fire. Yeah. Did he breathe fire in the 98 one? I, I don't know, remember. Dude, I s- even. I it's hard to watch. I watched it again. I feel like when ago. I. When the like, baby ones just look like T Rexes. Yeah. So when when I was when I was like a kid in watching a movie, I look there, not a lot of things had to happen. There didn't have to be a lot of story development. Didn't mm-hmm. have to be a lot of character growth. It was easy to entertain me. Yeah. But even that movie, <laughs> when I saw, it, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. It was rough. It's like that's not Godzilla. Yeah, like, that's an iguana. Yeah. <laughs> that is very clearly an iguana. Like. <laughs> In fact, you said it in the beginning. It was a mutated iguana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. But this new one's really good, so check it out. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, you know, if you haven't seen Skull Island, check that out, too. I feel like I feel like these movies might be one of those ones where, like, people might have slept on them because they're like, great, another King Kong or great, another Godzilla. But they're actually really good. I mean, like, the graphics look amazing. Um, like, the... If you have a good sound system too, like crank it up because it is. We saw it in that XD theater yeah. with the enhanced sound, and I mean, it's awesome when these things are stomping around and, stuff. and the super comfy chair. Ooh, super comfy chair. And hey, you know, a little. Let's just talk briefly about movie theater etiquette because I feel like you and I have gone to like that's a whole segment in itself. But I'm down to talk about yeah, it. Let's end the show with this. This is just you know, movie. Th- if you go to a movie theater, um, you know, there's certain certain behaviors that are expected of you and we've gone to like what four movies five movies in the last month kind of thing together so we've seen a lot of this and and there i don't think there's been a single showing that you and i have been to where where it's been the perfect audience where it's been a perfect audience (laughs) 
So let's let, let's start a list. Um, I get excited when watching a movie, and there's yeah. a couple times like, oh, I, I want to mention this to Cody. But what do I do? I'll nudge you on the arm. Yep. You lean to me, and I'll lean to you, and I'll whisper like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. Was that cool? Like, did yeah, you like, catch that? Like in the Godzilla one where I'm like, oh, look, look it's the twins. Back. And I was like, oh, shit. You're oh, right. shit. And then, that, and then that's it. Who heard that? Me and you. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. But then when you have someone carrying on a full conversation with each other, you, you know what was really bad was when we saw Brightburn and there was the kids, the whole row of kids behind yeah. us. Oh, that's a diff- that's a totally different thing. But they were talking nonstop too. Yep. The people to our other side were talking nonstop, like full on conversations, full on conversation. It was the most annoying thing. And then at Godzilla, the people over to the left of us were just talking. Well, and it's like, and I I'm gonna say the majority of the time. To- okay, well let me start off by there was strange laughter. Not strange. I don't mean like strange noises, but there'll be a like a scene. Or the, you know... Nothing funny. At all. And not only that, but, like, nothing that's, like, weird, uncomfortable funny. You know what I mean? Like, every once in a while, like, in a scary movie or something, there'll be that moment where it's, like, something, like, kind of out of place happens and you'll kind of have a nervous laughter. Like, huh, oh, you know, like, because you were startled by something that should have been start- shouldn't have been startling. Yeah, right, right. You know, so it wasn't even that. Like, literally nothing had happened. There wasn't, like, you know, it was in the middle of a line of dialogue. It wasn't even, you know, so you could tell... It was something that they were laughing at, that they were talking about. Right, and it's like, why, like, why do you ha- come to a movie if you're gonna have conversations that have nothing to right. do with the film? That annoys the shit out of me. So that kind of stuff, talking, laughing at inappropriate times when you're kicking seats, kicking seats, man, fuck that. <laughs> I, I that's I'm, why I love the recliners because there's literally a wall behind us. Oh, so yeah. even if someone it's kicks the, the wall, you're not gonna feel it. It is the best. Um, another thing we should talk about is um, getting up multiple times. Was that Brightburn? I was that thinking was about Brightburn. that. That was Brightburn. What was it like? It was again teenagers. It, it was, was seven or eight times. These people, and it was the same group of like three or four boys who would get up, walk out, and they walk. You know, we're sitting in the you know the middle of the, the, you know that row where it's got the wall in front of it, and then there's like the handicapped seats in front of yeah. it, and then there's a big walkway. So like they would walk in front of us like seven or eight times. In one hour and forty minute movie, it and wasn't even a two hour movie. In my mind, I was like, "Were they going outside to drink or something?" I was like, "Well, even if you're doing that, just sit in your fucking seat and do it." Yeah, <laughs> like like an adult. Yeah, are they gonna are they gonna go out to the bathroom and like do cocaine? Like that was the only thing I was thinking. Of. Maybe and I was like, even coke. Then, do you want to do that in a movie theater where you gotta yeah. sit down? Or like, or maybe they were smoking pot or through a vape or something. But even then, I prefer if you just do the fucking vape thing. Yeah, just do it, in the, do it in the dark where no one can see you. No one's gives, no one's gonna give a shit. And then they got into like an argument, and then all left before the movie ended. Before the movie ended, it's like I don't understand why you came to this. Yeah, what did you? Why did you come here? <laughs> did you not know what you were watching? And maybe know. they're doing a double feature or something. But movies are expensive. You right. know what I mean? I mean, you had to pay for at least one. Yeah, you to had to pay for at least one for all of you. So that's a, like, say there's eight of them. I mean, that's like, that's over $100 yeah. that you just paid to come in and talk and bullshit and smoke weed or whatever. Go somewhere else. Go to the fucking park and do yeah, whatever you're going to do. You do that for free. Like, get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. I was so frustrated with that. Um, another thing, too, that, that I really hate is being overly unnecessarily messy. Oh, yeah. Like like peanuts. Those same peanuts. kids to the left of us left their recliner seats up. That uh, shit pissed me off so much. Like, yeah. dude, 
How much do you not care it, about it other people? It takes more effort to get out of that thing without, without lowering it. Without yeah. lowering it. For sure. Yeah. And so you just made some guy who's, you know, how much do you make at the movie theater? You know, you're, minimum you're making wage. minimum wage. You just made that guy's evening that much shittier. And like, for why? Yeah, like, just, just fucking recline. And take your trash with you. Yeah. Like, take it. It's not that hard to Dude, just take it and throw the, it. The one thing I think it might have been at Brightburn again when we saw that one, which I don't know if we, we didn't really talk about Brightburn that much. Another time. Another time. Another but, podcast. But there was um, the peanuts in the shell, and it was just all <laughs> over the fucking, the fucking ground. Peanuts. I'm like, oh, my God. And I get it. Like, like I get it if you spill popcorn. It happens. It happens. You know what I mean? You got kids, whatever. Now, you know. now I, what I don't do is like, okay, I have a bucket of popcorn that I only got halfway through. You know what? It's the end of the movie. Just turn it upside down on the ground. Yeah. That's what it looked like with these peanut shells. They were just they're just sitting there, you know, and just on the ground. Like, dude, it was a mess. It was the worst. Like, they don't even sell peanuts at the movie theater. Yeah. You legit you brought, brought your- those from home. You know why they don't sell them at the movie theater? Because they're a fucking mess. <laughs> I'm actually surprised, and I'm glad we didn't hear them crack, because there's no, yeah. there's not really a quiet way of that's opening true. a peanut. Yeah, that's true. I don't, man. Or like, okay, you obviously, if you brought them from home, you brought them in a bag. Just bring another bag for the trash. Yeah. No, then at least that way you save this person from cleaning yeah, up your Jesus trash. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That was so annoying. Um, another thing I think for movies, and like this one, there's some leeway to it. And what I want to say is like bringing a small baby. And no, 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 no. For certain movies. Baby's not okay. <laughs> yeah, like babies. There's no reason for a baby to be at a movie. In fact, you're probably hurting that baby's eardrum. Oh, yeah. By you're the probably loud blowing. Noise. Yeah, you're probably blowing their eardrums out. Now, a four-year-old, five-year-old, I get it to watch a movie. And I don't even get that mad when the four-year-old, five-year-old talks. It's a kid. Yeah. They got questions. Especially, especially on, like, kids' movies. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, I'm too old to be watching the Lego movie, but I love it. Yeah. So, like, I'll go, I'll go watch that. Or if I'm watching How to Train Your Dragon or whatever, I love that. And I get it. Like, that's a younger audience for sure. Now, if, I, if I'm at the new Quentin Tarantino movie and there's a five-year-old kid there, that's bad parenting. I've seen – I've been oh, yeah. in movie theaters with shit like that. It's an R-rated movie, oh, yeah. and they got, like, a four- or five-year-old. Like, what were you – like, I get it. I want to watch this movie, too. Yeah. I don't have a kid. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, but if I had a kid and I really want to watch this movie, I'd get a fucking babysitter. I'd get a babysitter. To watch the kid. Yeah, because this is going to scar them for life. Um, but yeah, you know, bringing a small baby though. I remember when I saw Avengers in Hawaii that there was a small child and like five minutes into, first of all, that movie's three hours long. Yeah. Like, what did you think was going to happen? I'm first? glad you clarified. Cause I was like, oh man, was it, was it infinity war or no, was it, it was end game. It was end game, which is three hours and five minutes long or whatever. And like five minutes into it, the baby was crying. And then mom was like standing in the side, like bouncing the baby. I'm like, dude, what do you think? It's going to happen. Well, and granted, it's Endgame. Yeah. We all were we waiting all want to see it. I get it. Get a babysitter. <laughs> you got a babysitter. Download a fucking camera filmed one on the internet. <laughs> you know, there, there's like ways. You've, you've already invested whatever fifteen bucks to watch the movie. There's certain sacrifices you make when you have a child, and seeing it on opening night, <laughs> seeing <laughs> Avengers on opening night might be one of them. Doesn't mean you can't go see it. You just have to make other arrangements. Right. Exactly. Um. Because even even if you stick it out through the whole thing, your baby's gonna hate it, and obviously he's gonna cry at least sometimes, and it's gonna ruin it for everybody. Well, and like outs like yeah, you know it's it sucks for the audience member, but it it also sucks for the baby man. Yeah, like the you're, baby's you're 
You're being developing. extremely selfish. And like, yeah, it's just going to be like, oh, loud noises, flashing lights in the dark with strangers. Right. That's like a baby's worst nightmare. <laughs> like they hate that. They hate everything about that. Loud noises. Loud noises, flashing, flashing lights, lights, strangers. strangers. <laughs> yeah. You know, statistically. Weird smells. Statistically, like two of those people in that room are going to want to fuck that baby or steal that baby. <laughs> statistically speaking. Isn't that crazy? Depending on how big the theater, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the audience. Yeah. Neighborhood. Neighborhood. A lot of factors. <laughs> not, not as many factors as you think. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> no, l- legit, I have the uh, the Predator app. And anytime like I'm in a new area, I just have a tendency of turning it on to see. Yeah. And you'd be surprised like how much that map flashes with red spots. Nope, They're I would everywhere. not be surprised. <laughs> I've, checked, I've checked everywhere. every place I've ever lived and visited, and it's just like, well, there's... Pedophiles the craziest part is when you see these people walking around. It's like, and I've had that happen. I was like, "Where do I? Why do I know this dude's face?" Holy shit! I saw him on the fucking yeah. app. Now, here's one thing about that, which is interesting, is that so we're talking about Megan'sLaw.com, right? Or, I have a whatever different it's one. I have it's a still vendor y- locator, something like that. So it's still based off the Megan's Law app, where if you become a sexual or a sex offender, right, you get. You you have to broadcast where you live and register on this registry list called the Megan's Law list. So maybe that, I'm sure that app is just using it, right? You know the creepiest part is some motherfuckers smile during that mugshot. Like holy shit, you're on a you're on Joker level creepiness if you're smiling right. for that. Well, shot. Here, here's one thing though is that I don't I don't mean to make excuses for pedophiles. That's not what I'm trying to do, <laughs> but but to get on that list. A couple of the things that you can do are one is like urinating in public. I thought it had to be like urinating in public in like nope. like a school, like near a school or nope, a park. Nope, nope, just urinating in public. It counts for that that classification. Um, and obviously, like you know, being like naked or whatever in public is also will put you on that list. So like bullshit. I see naked old men on Hate Street all the fucking time. Well, yeah, I'm I'm sure there's I'm sure you have to do something a little crazy or be like drunk and disorderly or something. But like so like for instance, Jonah Hill is on registered on that for peeing in public. For peeing in public. Damn. So so uh, my So app. not everyone in there, you know, I'm sure has has molested kids, so but a lot of them fucking sure have. The app that I have will list the crimes. Oh, nice. And little fact sheet. Yeah, all of them are actual pedophiles. Like I've never seen one that was urinating in public. It's always lewd and levacious acts, and they actually give the age group of like oh. thirteen or under, fourteen. You know, yeah, you know, oral, blah blah. blah. Like they, they straight up say what they've done. So straight up anal. <laughs> So everyone, they just say sodomy. Uh, (laughs) That's even worse. Somehow that's worse. (laughs) But the app that I have, it must be strictly sexual, like actual sexual. Maybe they filter it out a little bit. Yeah, because I've never seen the – not that I'm saying that you're lying. I'm sure you're right, but I've never seen – maybe I just have a different app. (laughs) Yeah, maybe just in bad neighborhoods. Jeez. Some of the people. Yeah, don't do that in movie theaters either. Yeah, don't don't jerk off. <laughs> don't, don't you, jerk don't, off. you don't want to get peewee, the peewee treatment. Well, I think that just about does it on time for us this time. Uh, we'll have to talk about Brightburn a little bit later. I forgot we didn't really sure. mention that, but Brightburn was awesome. Go check it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have some fun stuff in the works for you guys. So make some sure special stuff that I'm super excited but can't talk about yeah, yet. Yeah, we can't too. talk about it yet, but there's some fun stuff uh, coming. So, um, you know, uh, 
tell your friends because I think this is going to this is the year of nerds with friends. I think we're really uh, doing some fun changes to the show, and uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying it. But uh, you know, not very many of you comment on our Facebook or on our Twitter, so we'd like to hear more from you. So we will reach back out. Trust us. Yeah, we'll, we're like we're we're super bored at night, and we do respond like almost <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Um, so, you know, let us know if you've got any fun, nerdy confessions, things that we're missing out on, things we've gotten wrong. Hit us up on Nerds with Friends Facebook, or you can hit, reach out directly to us on nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. There's a little contact tab on there. Email straight to me and Christian. So let us know. And the twits, the tweeters. And of course, Twitter too, which is at Nerds with Friend or on Instagram too, at Nerds with Friend. Hit us up. Let us know what you, uh, like to hear from us, what fun events you'd like us to do, uh, you know, if you want some cool product for, from us, like stickers, we did stickers before. You know, we'll do we them need, again if people yeah, are actually to, interested. We need to update those. Yeah, yeah sure. we need to update. There's <laughs> two people on there that are no longer part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I still have some. I still have a like half a box of the stickers. Vintage. Vintage classic collectible stickers. So let us know if you want any of those guys. We'll just we'll just mail them to you for free if you want some. But you got to reach out. Let us know. But uh, Christian, thanks for uh, stopping by and going to the movies with me constantly. Super fun, as always. Yeah, it's a fun fun time. I'm, I'm glad I'm seeing a bunch of movies again because I, I always really enjoy that. Um, and thank you guys for listening. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.